Welcome back, everybody, to the Retrospects Coffee Podcast. Uh, so glad that you guys could join us this week. If you were here last week, you heard us talk a little bit about Cat and Cloud and uh, their customer service, their bar flow, a little bit about their company's values and everything. So hope you guys enjoyed that. This week, we're going to be ju- uh, jumping into a little bit about um, employee royalties and how they should be treated, how other companies treat them. Uh, and last week we said that we were going to have a little, a guy named Josh Stanfill hey. with us. Hey, Josh and Stanfill. We what got is him up? here this week. Jaylen. So, um, Josh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your, um, current employee, uh, employment and like what you do with coffee and whatnot, just to enlighten us a little bit. Yeah, for sure. So I grew up drinking Starbucks coffee, which, uh, we all, uh, who didn't, right? We yeah. all know and love, right? I and, all talk, we talked about <laughs> that first didn't. podcast. That was kind of where we started. I feel like, I mean, I don't really know where else. I mean, I guess if you raise like, like in another, like, so I feel like other cultures, you know, like if like, I mean, for me, like my parents drink coffee and stuff, but like, like, I don't know, like what, what was your like first sip of coffee? Like, do you even remember? Like probably not. I remember I used to make my mom coffee in the morning, which mm-hmm. was just like pour some beans in a machine. It was, and push it was like, Josh, night. get my freaking coffee, man. <laughs> get my no, day started. I just, <laughs> for some reason I always woke up at like four o'clock in the morning and I would just pour Your these beans in this coffee thing. at four o'clock. No, she would wait until she woke up at a reasonable hour. And you'd, and then she'd be like, Josh, keep my damn coffee. You were just, yeah. awake, you were just awake at four for some reason. For no reason yeah. at fun, all. Fun no fact all. For, for all the all the millions of fans out there, <laughs> me, me and Josh. God, you, me, oh God. God, you, me, me and Josh were next door neighbors for a large part of our life. What? Um, yeah, hated the guy for the longest <laughs> time. Honestly. Better half of a decade. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Uh, well, me and Josh go way back. Um, yeah. But. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, so started with Starbucks. Started with Starbucks, started making my mom coffee, and then uh, I got hired at Cup of Joy in about September. And then I kind of learned way more about coffee than I ever thought I would. Mm. Sick, dude. That's yeah. Nice. Josh kind of, like all of us, fell. <laughs> Seems like you kind of fell into this and kind of developed your your love for cafe beans for um <laughs> the like cafe beans, <laughs> cafe beans. Yeah. i feel like i feel like this baby ca- cow beans uh, yeah. <laughs> i feel like that's kind of how everybody that you know nerds out super hard just like never really intends on it i mean i know like i didn't and i i mean josh's we brought josh on um especially for this part or this episode because we wanted to really highlight on different like different experience levels. So we've all been, I mean, we're by no means like super veterans in the industry. You know, we've been in there for like a few years. Like I'm hitting three years and especially coffee, which is not long at all. But, um, but Josh is, you know, he's pretty fresh and has come a long way in a very short amount of time. So yeah. How many months has it been? It's almost, it's almost March. You said September. Yeah. Yeah. So what is that like? Six, seven months? Yeah. Yeah, Something like that. Which is like, I mean, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, to, to see someone like, you know, develop a passion pretty quickly. It's, it's always fun because I feel like every time I talk to you or when we first started, like I would train you and like it, it, it brought me back to where I was like not that long ago to where I didn't, I didn't know certain concepts or fundamentals. And like, it was kind of fun to revisit some of those conversations, but that's why we really wanted to have, um, bring someone on who, who could kind of give that fresh, uh, insight onto what it's like to not know, you know, or feel like they know everything, but, um, and then talk a little bit about, um, these, uh, 
companies that are doing big things and, and analyze some of them and, um, see what, uh, see what other companies are doing. Um, so a little bit, um, just a a little intro to what we're going to be going into. We're going to highlight, um, two bigger companies and, uh, that are non, non coffee related. And then, uh, we're going to go into two big coffee companies. Um, so first things first, we wanted to kind of open up with some of our bad experiences with other companies. It's even, a, great, even, it's a great way to open up. Yeah. Man. So we freaking roast a company. Yeah. Oh, so hard right now, <laughs> like, I mean, I think everyone for them, like, you know, majority of the people have always had like, there's always like one job, like, unless you're really lucky and you just find what you want to do like super early and you get it right into it. But most people go through that crappy phase of like, Oh my God, I had to go through this job that sucked and it was a first job and you just kind of grind through it. So, um, Tim, why don't you start? Where, where, where was your first like job? Well, I mean, I've had before, like I got hired at blue bottle. I had two job, two main job experiences, uh, Wendy's and Panera, which were both. You worked at Wendy's too? I I do. That was my first job back in like 2014, I think it was. Yeah. Rocking it, dude. Baconator. Dude, rocking the bacon. Baconator. Baconator. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I I worked at... um, How old were you? I was 16. So I like... Oh, shit. You worked young, yeah. I got a job and my license and all of that kind of crap like right as I turned 16. So I was like... I was working at Wendy's. Um, It wasn't really a bad experience per se. I was just young and I didn't really care about the job. But my first terrible experience with working at a place was Panera, even though I I met my... uh, fiance there that was the only good thing about it wow serendipitous shout out karina hubbard soon to be karina mount um (laughs) hashtag mount up love it's just overwhelming this room anyways (laughs) but yeah that that job really just kind of like made me realize um how to not like run a business how to not like treat your employees kind of a thing it was more, it was mostly like day in and day out. We don't really care what you think about this job, what you like or dislike about this job. You just fall in line. You do what you're told to do and you go home, you know? Yeah. So like I would show up 40 hours a week and managers would be like, Hey, you know, like, can you do this? And if like you like, can you do this, 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 and this, you know, and you work your ass off all the time for, you know, no reward, you know, you make nothing. And I think what really pushed me over the edge was when I moved to San Francisco, I was working at a pen. I like, I just transferred jobs and worked at a Panera up in Livermore. And I was making, when I moved up there, I was making Fresno wages, which is like, it was like nine bucks an hour Oh really? up in Livermore. Like minimum wage was $13 an hour. Oh wow. And they were like, yeah, dude, we put in like a, we put in a raise for you. And also like you know, you're doing a great job. We'll put in another raise for you. So I was like promised two raises and I was like sick and I didn't really see a change in my pay much for like the first two months. And like at the end of the the first two months, I, I checked like my pay stubs because they were all electronic and I was still making Fresno wages. So I was living up in the Bay making like nine bucks an hour. So I was getting like, I was getting like royal, royally screwed over. enough as it is to make minimum up there. Yeah. it, It was gnarly. So I like, could barely afford to pay rent and eat. Like I, I legit because of that company was like super unhealthy. Cause I just couldn't eat at all. You know, Yeah. it wasn't really like, 
um, it didn't really have anything to do with the job. Like the job was just normal, but it was just the fact that they like went under the table and like were sliding me money that I was earning rightfully, you know? Yeah. So that was the main thing. And they also like didn't give tips to anybody. Like they, I, I literally heard managers in the back, like, Hey, who do you want to give tips to this week? And it was like, they chose one person to give tips wow. to. Yeah. It was really bad. Out of the accrued tips for the week? Out of, out of the whole, all of the tips that people got for the week. What? Yeah. It was gnarly, dude. It was, a, it was a really sketchy. Dude, that is super sketchy. Are you kidding me? I would have freaking sued, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, after I stopped working there, I got like a reimbursement check because somebody that works for the company in one of the, like in another state that sued because of that. And so like oh, every, wow. everybody got, I got like a huge reimbursement check. So that was nice, but still like a super, that's just, that's super, just so unorganized. Yeah, like I was, can't, and a company that size, I mean, they're big, like they're huge. Panera they're, Bread's, I mean, they're nationwide. Like, yeah. They have the, they're corporate. All, like, yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's something that is interesting watching companies, you know, every company that, you know, you know, spawns is, is the aim to either to probably grow. I mean, I don't really know many people that just start something. I I suppose that, you know, someone starts a small business and, you know, knows what they want to contain, but majority, especially in America, obviously, like you start something and you grow it. And that's like, I feel like it just kind of proves how hard it is to go from, you know, starting one thing that kind of works and makes money to like growing, growing it the right way. I mean, I've seen time and time again, companies grow the wrong way and it's, it's the, it's frustrating. It's a really hard thing to handle. And like, I think, uh, I, I mean, even, even if companies grow the right way and are making money, uh, I feel like a big part we're going to go into today is, is like work environment. And, yeah. and clearly like, you know, like as you just said, I mean, there was no, nothing fun about where you were yeah. and you know, like, yeah. no, it, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't bad. Like the people were nice and everything. Like I got along with everybody, but like it, when it, if it really comes down to it, I go to, I went to work to make money. Like I needed to make a living and that's exactly what they weren't giving me, even though I was right. I was earning it like rightfully. I showed up on time. I would show up early. I would work later, you know, even though I was going to school at the same time, you know, like I, I did the most for them and was promised this much and didn't even get close to that. So it was just, that was my one really bad experience. And then I got hired at Blue Bottle and the rest is history. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, Scott, why don't you tell us a little bit about your work experience? So first job was at an Italian restaurant in Clovis called Pane. And that was, that was great. Honestly, it was first job. I was still in high school. I think I was 18 senior year. And you know, my parents and I knew the the manager and he hooked me up with a busing job and I had it for a year and it was great. But I'd say where negative, you know, job experience comes in is when I first moved, because me and Tim both moved up to the Bay together and I got a job at PacSun in this mall. And dude, dude oh, I remember that. oh my gosh, that was It was like the savage, worst PacSun dude. too. Like PacSun's yeah. cool, but that one sucked. It was yeah. like, they didn't have anything good anyways. Yeah, so no good swag. It started no off <laughs> no good, no good swag. It was an outlet. They had trash, but everything Gar-gar. was buy one get eighty free. Because <laughs> <it's a> freaking <laughs> outlet. <laughs> um, like but, you like Vulcan, bro? Here's twenty of them. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is old news. Take it, please. It's like H 3s wear a hundred T-shirts thing. Oh yes, dude. Um, but yeah, so 
It started off awesome. I got the job really easy. Went in the interview. At the end of the interview, the guy was like, yeah, dude, all right, so you want to just come sign the papers and we'll get you plugged in and you can start on Tuesday, you know? Super easy. Dang. And then... I was going to say, that's, I feel like it's usually a little harder to get into. Yeah, no, it was it, it was crazy. It is. It's hard to get a job here in Fresno, but in the Bay, they're handing out jobs like candy. Oh, that's because, true. Yeah. Like, un, it, every, it's like the underemployment rate is in, insanely high. Like, there's not a lot. Like, they have too many jobs and not enough people up there. So, like, they're like, oh, you need a job? Here you go. Yeah. Like, but, immediately. Yeah. So, that was easy. Getting the job was easy. And then, through the first few weeks, the manager had moved out and a new manager came in. And I was, you know, offering to work a lot because I had a lot of free time. It was just, you know work from nine to four and then school from six to 11. Were you commuting? Yeah. Like, like far? That was, Dude, f- work was 30 minutes from home and then oh. school was 30 minutes further from home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But dude, at, like at first it wasn't even six to 11. It was like six to yeah, nine. Six to nine was school. <laughs> yeah. T- did you, did you commute very far? Yeah. We both commuted an hour. Uh, like, but I mean work, I worked like five minutes from Scott. Mm-hmm. At first, before we got the job at Blue Bottle. Yeah. Okay. So it, I was like off the freeway right before Scott's exit for PacSun. So it was. Yeah, we were both working in Livermore. Okay. Yeah. But were you guys living both, in When Tracy. you switched to Blue Bottle, were you guys further away from Blue Bottle? Um, like living? it didn't take you longer to get to Blue Bottle when you switched? Yeah, yeah we okay. were longer. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But yeah, so since I was working so much hours, I ended up working with this new manager a lot. And were you she, working like 70 or something? They were sch- yeah, like way, freaking, scheduling you way over insane. what was like legal. That's like later down the road though. Yeah. But anyways, um, started working a lot and this new manager started to, you know, take a liking to me and she offered me, um, <clears throat> like, uh, she called it key holder or I don't know, lead. it'd be, it'd be, be like, like shift, shift lead. lead. Yeah. Um, but not quite assistant manager. Right. And um, she was saying, yeah, it'll be great. You can keep your schedule. Cause I know you have school and all this stuff. And I was okay with it because at the time there were two other assistant managers. And then within two weeks of me saying yes to this position, one of the assistant managers quit and the other one got fired. Oh boy. So it was oh me <laughs> and this new girl to open and close m- Sunday through Saturday. Welcome to retail. Yeah, Holy it crap. was it was terrible. And Wait, I had You only school. had two employees besides the manager? Well, no. I mean, cuz one of us had to be there to open and one of us had to be there to close. Shoot, dude. So I was basically working I think 9 to 3 or 4 every day and then or either that or, you know, 2 to 10. Oh, One of those two wow. blocks. Ooh. And, and we had school Monday through Friday. Yeah. And so like closing was not going to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but having said that though, later down the line, it got really crazy to where, I don't know why, but I guess it was just something with that manager's goals and where she was trying to go and who she was trying to impress. But she was saying things like, yeah, you know, when someone important comes in or you know you need to be here this is more important than your school and i'm just thinking like what well, i didn't move here to work for paxon you yeah. know yeah that's crazy and it yeah it, it got super crazy to where she was lying to me about stuff a couple times she came in on like 
I don't know, drugs, high stuff. Oh my! Yeah, it was it was bad. And then it was. I think I put up with that for three or four months, and then I finally was fed up with it. And um, we we were actually. I don't know. I felt kind of bad, but at the same time, I feel kind of good about this. (laughs) She was training up a new assistant manager. And I had something really important to be, or I had somewhere really important to be at school. And it was one of those, you know, you miss it, you're not going to get it again type of things with experience and all this stuff. Cause I was going to school for sound engineering and she, this assistant manager that was supposed to be trained at one showed up at one, one 30 comes around. I'm supposed to get off at one so I can go to this event. One 30 comes around. I get a phone call from the manager. She's like, Hey, I'm going to be about two hours late can you just stay two there hours late. yeah dude that's ridiculous oh, and man. so yeah right after that i hung up the phone <laughs> and turned to that assistant manager that was getting trained and i handed her my key and i was like all right i'm leaving and oh, i know i never savage. went back that's so <laughs> awesome savage. i remember the, i remember the first time you almost quit i was in san francisco for the john bellion concert oh and I, and man yeah, that was terrible yeah karina and i had bought you a ticket and then like we were like all right dude like we'll see you because you were supposed to be off and then your manager was like that day was a whole nother day i was supposed to be off around lunchtime and it was a it was a saturday so i didn't have school i had the concert that i was gonna go to yeah and she you know we were going back and forth between me working half the day her working half the day none of us get a day off and she wanted a day off so she called someone from another pack son that was supposed to be there around you know lunchtime and this girl didn't show up until like 8 p.m oh my so god i started at six and and i was you know told i was gonna get someone to trade me out at lunchtime and nobody came until 8 p.m dude that is terrible yeah that's so bad dude it was it was terrible. Oh my I, goodness. I remember that because I was it was like oh six o'clock God. and the doors open. I'm like, hey dude, where you at? <laughs> like needless to say, I owed bud, him twenty-five dollars. Okay, yeah. Twenty-five dollars with John oh Bellion is still new. That mm. makes my job experience just look like I would got treated like angel? an angel. Yeah. 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 I totally Lord. agree. Yeah. What about you, Josh? What um bad experiences have you had? Um uh, well my first job I was working uh for a college that I was attending and we basically had a committee of people who didn't do anything. We were told that we (laughs) had a vote and we could do whatever we wanted and like, you know, have all these cool events and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then it came down to our like boss was just like, no, this is mine. And I'm just going to pay you guys like a hundred dollars every two weeks to sit and vote about nothing to sit and vote about nothing <laughs> and we were like we were like hey, that's a cush job we were like this is amazing you know i was like yeah sure Why'd i'll take quit, that dude? job i quit because i had um i basically moved onto that campus and i could no longer like just you, you said you're getting paid 100 bucks a week every other week every other yeah i mean i, mean, I feel like yeah. that's not even that's not even, even though you're doing it. nothing it was like, yeah, that's it was like, like here's right, gas money <laughs> like yeah my time <laughs> is way more valuable than just that which is like yeah. i feel like another thing that goes into work in general is just like even like pay aside i mean i'm sure to an extent depending on the individual but like you got to be happy like if you're not oh yeah, yeah. if you're not doing something that you absolutely like you absolutely like then you're you're just gonna be miserable oh yeah you know yeah and uh yeah, so that that was and then and then you had another one. <laughs> yeah, and then uh right after that I started working for like a sound company and right. the only reason I quit that job was because they stopped paying me. 
Oh, what? That's okay. Uh, yeah, so the wow. guy, they were like, So oh, you're going to become our slave now. This is, is that yeah. okay with they you? Were like, yeah. They were like, oh, you're going to be our intern. We're going to give you 100 bucks a show. And so I was like, all right, sick. So I started showing up to all these shows. Like I was working like four shows a week, you know. I was mm. like making pretty nice money. And I was like, I'm 20. Like I don't care, you know. Yeah. And then uh, this one week they're, they're like, oh, yeah, we haven't got paid yet. We'll pay you tomorrow when we get paid. And I was like, all right, cool, you know, like just another day. And I like show up and they're like, yeah, we don't have any more shows for you while they were like packing up for a show. And I was like, oh, that's, uh, you know, that's weird. <laughs> that's odd. That's <laughs> and okay. Then, uh, and then so I like called like the owner of the company and I was like, hey man, like your employees basically didn't pay me a hundred dollars. And he's like, oh, okay, just come by and I'll give you a hundred bucks. And I was like, okay, cool. And I like showed up and he's like, oh yeah, I don't have your money. And I was like, <laughs> all right, well then you don't have an employee dang <laughs> yeah nuts, dude. and then uh like every once in a while they'll just call me and be like hey can you work this show and i'll be yeah, like absolutely i'll not. be like only if i'm getting paid more than a hundred dollars and they're yeah. like oh okay yeah for sure and then i'll like show up and they'll pay me up front and i'm like okay yeah i'll do your show now like that's, cool. <laughs> that's nice dude but uh, yeah that, that freaking reminds me <laughs> repressed memories time in between wendy's oh and panera i worked at a place called anthropology Oh, this is, man. Wow. This is anthropology. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, my oh, my yeah, this is a long time ago when I was like desperate for money because like <laughs> I hated Wendy's and so I quit there because I was just fed up with, you know, having to work insane hours with little pay and behind a freaking grease trap. Oh, so I God. worked at I worked at anthropology for like four months and they didn't pay me for four months basically basically basically, like i didn't get direct deposit because like they it i was just planning on it being like a transfer job like i just needed to make money before i got my next gig (laughs) and legit like i didn't get a check in the mail and it was around christmas time because it was obviously like seasonal and they were like oh yeah it should come in the mail and i'm like it has not (laughs) <laughs> like it You're was like, well, she Karen, the mail to it, uh, your house what literally like two pay periods went by before i got oh paid at all and even then it was like you know here's 150 bucks and i'm like okay well i've been without money for you know a couple months <laughs> oh now. dude i i wow. can't believe i mean we're it was i, I don't want to overemphasize but we're probably some of the most laid-back dudes <laughs> i would say and i'm just like hearing all these experiences i'm thinking i'm like dude if we had some like real jerks like work like that we're doing this given the same experience we had they would probably just raise hell in the yeah and, yeah for sure you know like and i just think about how many times i've been at different jobs and you know something goes wrong and i've just re- really just absorbed it but like yeah. oh, some people true. can all really time, make man. a big fuss out of all this stuff you know that's how it is in the bay area with a lot of people oh i bet like, i'm people, sure it's way like, worse people legit i mean if you look if you look at sight glass it's all ex blue bottle employees <laughs> like they they all like didn't like how things were done and they quit you know? really yeah mm. a lot of them are like i know a lot of people who i used well, the, to work the, uh, with. the the founders were ex blue bottle people right yeah <laughs> okay yeah, yeah so, so that, that was, kind of explains yeah. it right there <laughs> if you hate them come with us yeah basically <laughs> that's like, funny i hate this manager i'm gonna quit i got so much of that like turnover was so high we had people who would come in and then in two weeks be gone wow like, it was crazy that's in, that's interesting and i feel like in specialty <laughs> coffee it's interesting because turnover rate can really slow your business down in terms of like the way like being run in an efficient manner because i mean you can't learn everything like 
you you can't be super proficient i would say like in god i mean i it's debatable i suppose i mean blue bottle had a lot of resources to make it really easy to learn but yeah. a lot yeah. of companies don't have the same resources and i know so you have to like watch out how and watch how you treat yeah. your employees even more than you normally would you know yeah because i mean i would say like making a specialty coffee beverage isn't necessarily the easiest thing to pick up That's i mean true. i think it's we can not, all attest to that yeah. like i mean you especially would, with like if you don't have a have solid no tr- experience at no all. experience yeah. and no, like if you yeah. go to a company that's like yeah like we don't really know how to train you just jump on kind of a thing it's like holy crap like yeah and how do i do this exactly you know? like even if you you have an open mind and a great training program i mean it's still going to take you a little while to kind of get the hang of things oh yeah, you know? oh, yeah. So, take something like latte art where most yeah, companies oh hold that to such a high standard to where, okay, you want to be on bar, you better have good latte art. I mean, some companies won't even let you serve. I would say most probably don't let you serve like a, a, a drink bad, that doesn't yeah, have yeah. You know, art on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's part of the customer experience. Industry, and it's industry standard too. Like you didn't go. Yeah, I'm sure Blue Bottle didn't have like very, like they had, they probably had, uh, like had you guys on some really like high standards with that right yeah Yeah, it's actually kind of funny because of how their training was they they would set this this mood of positivity you know yeah so when you when you're on bar you're you know first day or first week steaming you you pour something that's not that pretty and the person training you whoever your libris is like yeah, man, it's up to you if you want to serve that. Yeah, it's just like, amazing. Yeah, I'm not serving that. Yeah. Just dump it down the drain. <laughs> yeah, it's like... It's, yeah, and then you put the pressure on on yeah, on yeah the, the barista, and you're like, you you like that? You think that's <laughs> you think that's okay? And then, yeah, I mean, it, I... It's awesome, honestly. No, it's like, great. It pushes I, you to be, like, that much better. Yeah, because you, know? uh, you, you think want, for yourself. You want individuals to start caring what they do, and I think that's the whole point that they're trying to drive home, which... Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, just to, to examine what it's like to go from, you know, your, your experience with something that isn't, you know, that you don't care about, and that even, like, you, you know, Josh, you were saying, like, you were getting paid to do nothing, but it was like, I don't want to get paid to do nothing. Like we're, yeah. we're I, I want to get paid to do something I actually like. And I'm more valuable than this kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I mean, sure. I feel like that's in essence, every job I had before cup of joy was, or, you know, just, I guess just especially finding the whole specialty coffee thing in general was like, I mean, there's just no method to the madness. Like there's nothing like waking up in the morning that I was excited about. And yeah. I think, so I started my <laughs> First job, Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh, yeah, dude. It was like a retail disaster. Were you a model? I I was a model. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm hot. You got pics? Super hot. Um, Pics didn't happen, man. (laughs) Pics, dude. Come on. You know, on the front cover, that's just, that's my abs. They just photoshopped the face in. Oh, yep. I believe that. Sad. I wish they kept yours. Yeah. Oh, no. Hey, wow. Oh man! Wow. Uh, <laughs> what were we talking about? Yeah. yeah. Zone. What does that have to do with coffee? <laughs> yeah. So that, I mean, it's funny. So I worked there. I, I say work, but two months. Like I got hired. I remember I asked them, like, "Oh, are you guys hiring?" They go, "Yeah, we're always hiring." And I'm like, "You're always hiring? That like be, that, that should be like, a bad sign." Yeah, red red flag. <laughs> and of course, like me, I'm like 17 at the time, and I'm like, "Oh, Thank God. you're like, I'm like sick." Dude, you're always hired. Yeah, I get get on to my parents, and I'm like, I'm like, you never get like, I got probably the best job opportunity, like Abercrombie and Fitch. And my mom and dad were like, oh my god, They're you like, idiot! Great. Like, you, 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 why would you? I mean, no, they were like, oh, okay, well, you gotta start somewhere, and 
you know, keep it, <laughs> keep it an That's open good, mind. Son. <laughs> and I remember, like, they had the, call, the whole call-in shift thing where you, you're essentially, uh, and I would be scheduled like one day a week, oh, and, then, and, oh, then, and then, and then, but every every shift was a call-in. So it, I didn't even know if I was going to work. Oh, I got scheduled it was like on call. Yeah. Oh shoot. Oh, so I would call in, and it would, there'd be like early morning shifts too. So I'd have to call in. And I remember the first day, because I mean, I haven't worked at all, so I'm kind of jazzed. I'm ready to, like, work. You call, like, mm-hmm. 30 minutes earlier than you're supposed to. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm all, like, I'm, like, you know, making sure I'm looking good on, on shift. And, you know, because they have you, like, you know, buy these insanely expensive clothes to, like, yeah. go freaking work and, mm-hmm. you know, with some crap discount. And, like, <laughs> they, I remember, i never forget, the first time I was, uh, I had called in and I was super excited. I was, like, Hey man, I'm just calling in for my shift. And he's like, Oh, for sure. You're good, man. And then I was like, Oh, hell yeah. Like going to go in the morning first shift. Like I'm kind of jazz. I'm going to get paid and blah, 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 get there. And then like the manager's like, all right, all right, Stephanie, he's like, yeah, I, I got too many people here. He's like, anybody calling? And I was like, like, like the slow, like raised hand, you know, like the, the old meme from new girl or oh. mean, mean girls when like the, the lady, she's like. She like raises her hand. Like that, that was like me, like the most awkward way. And then he was like, Oh, for sure. He's like, yeah, uh, you heard me say you're good. Right. And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, well, uh, that means you don't got to come. I'm like, oh, you're like, what? For sure, dude. Yeah, later, dude. All right. And <laughs> here's my two weeks. <laughs> oh, just, and I just waited it out. I remember, and I finally got one shift, and the shift I had sucked. You're, you're like, did you only have one shift? Dude, I had no, I had two shifts in like oh my, three months. Oh my oh god, man, dude. Can you imagine? <laughs> I can't even imagine. Oh, that. dude, I, I was like, so I fed up. Time now. Looking, I oh was looking. Gosh. Yeah, I kept, at that time I was just I just kept looking for jobs, and, and that just kind of goes goes to show like how hard it was to find a job here. find a job in fresno i mean it's just yeah. like it's especially for your first job because when you have no job experience freak man that the way it is nowadays i mean you just you got to have something under your belt or else people are like mm, no see you later and which was really annoying but um then after that got a job at pet smart get old pet smart and uh i mean i just remember like you look at the dogs all day dude that was it's probably the it's best funny. part right okay there's like huge <laughs> huge perks to that job but like so many like so many ways that it just goes to show how far management you know is is a part of what you do and and can set the tone if oh, you're yeah. if your company's running like a freaking well-oiled machine or if it's just falling apart and i think that was for me i just had an awful manager who who really just didn't didn't understand how to communicate and how to how to really make me feel like I could come in every day and be like actually impactful. Yeah, and it, you know we just we all got treated kind of you know I made actually a few friends through that job that I still I still know and talk to, but it, it was just it was hard you know and it's corporate so they you know the the culture just wasn't you know you didn't feel like you were a part of anything you just you it's f- typically mm. the case with like sadly with corporate companies yeah like, as of now na- as of like yeah it, it's hard day. i would say it's hard i mean it's 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 a tough thing like to to be able to grow like to a big you know have a have a huge operating company but what happened with that job that made it so like unenjoyable Does it that, like, it just uh it, it got to the point where you know you were clocking in and they would make you clock out but you'd have to still keep working are you wow oh yeah like they all the time they're like yeah you you gotta clock out and then but then finish closing and then you know i'm like 
they would schedule me, you know, so I'd, I'd work two to 10. It was all eight hour shifts usually and like, or seven and a half or whatever. And it was, uh, so I were like two to tens and then have to be there at 5 a.m. in the morning. Oh, no. Oh, that's, man. yeah, that, it that's was a sucked, dude. too. It, it was awful. Man. I mean, it, it straight oh. up, I was like, I lived there for like certain days in a row and it was just loud as all heck in there, as you can imagine. Like, and we would have to work every holiday because we, so I were, uh, wow. Okay. I'm going to say this right now. Pet smart pet hotel. So not just like what? retail, like I was in the back handling all the, like the pets that get checked in for like yeah, so long periods. Yeah. And so that was another part of the job that I could see where I just had no pride was I'm like, dude, I would tell my friends, I'm like, don't take your dog. And if you're listening out there, don't take your dog to the PetSmart Pet Hotel. Please <laughs> don't do it. Because there would be dogs that would straight up be in there and they're being thrown in like kennels that are like, no way that aren't, aren't even that. like technically allowed. Like they're being, they're having, so it sounds silly, but like it's in a kind of a sad way. It's really serious. So there's like play times that mm-hmm. are like, okay, your dog's obviously checked in and it's in this kennel. Like you obviously need to have it like go play and stuff, but they would just skip them. So like a lot oh, of the, shoot, like they would have us like, Oh, just, just skip the play time if there's no time to do it in the day. And I'm like, oh my God. And these people are paying like, Top a lot dollar. of money. Yeah. yeah. They, they, these bills when they're, when they're done and they're checked, they're going back to their owners, they're paying a ton of money and they're not getting their money's worth. Oh, their, shoot, their environment was so dirty and disgusting. Like we would be cleaning all day, but still never got time to like actually deep clean and stuff. And it was disgusting, dude. Oh like it was, it was bad. So it just, it got to Keep a point where safe. I just hated it. Yeah. Like I was like, screw this. And then I remember I what I thought was going to be a, a really great job on paper afterwards was I worked for um, the school I attend now, and um, it was at a foundation building. So basically handling a lot of um, journal entries and, and handling a bunch of accounts and money that gets funneled into uh, different people. But and it was great. It was a great experience. That same time, it was a desk job, and my first desk job when I figured out I had never wanted to have a desk job like ever in my life because <laughs> it was, it was miserable. Like I was just like, I'd wake up in the morning and be like, I can't go there for eight hours. I can't do this. I won't, I won't do it. And, but I would go and you know, Life's you just not like the office. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Imagine oh, the man. office without any comedy. And that's what it was like. like oh, it, man. It Only cringe. <laughs> Only. Yeah. It's, it's like everyone was as serious as Dwight. Like that's how, oh, but, not, but not in an endearing way. Yeah. Not, not in a lovable way, just in a way where you're just like FML. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, no. And I think, uh, and then after that, I remember I told my parents, I'm like, Hey, cup of joy is hiring. Uh, I know this doesn't make any sense, me being a business major, which ironically, I'm not a business major anymore. But at the time, you know, that job, prior job made a lot of sense. And then now, you know, I I told them, I was like, I want to be a barista. And they're like, why? And I'm like, just because that sounds pretty fun. Trust me. me. Yeah. And they're like, all right, you do whatever you want to do. And then, you know, the rest is history. But I, you know, for me, I was just, it was something that I really just it, it just intrigued me I, I actually had passion about it. i remember like my first couple you know I, I had an interview and you know it went really well i got hired super quickly because we did a group interview at the time oh that's what i did for blue bottle it was so awkward it was I hate group super interviews. awkward oh, but man. It, and oh my gosh yeah. it's a really good way to weed out the uh it is though you you yeah. get to really kind of see you know who's being genuine who's not yeah and yeah it was it was good um 
Yeah. So those, wow, guys, we've had some pretty crappy experiences. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to find, you got to do the crappy ones to you, you get do. the good ones. You do. I mean, nobody, I mean, it's rare, but not a lot of people hit the jackpot right off the bat, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. Now <laughs> I want to go into, um, we're going to go into some, a couple companies, a few different companies that do a really good job and have, that are big companies. Um, and so we're going to just kind of read out some statistics here and then we're going to go into some coffee companies. But first, uh, so we did some research on, um, uh, using Glassdoor. So if you guys don't know, Glassdoor is the second largest, uh, job site. Uh, basically it has job listings and, and, um, they have like an average 34 million users monthly, 600,000 companies, 600,000 plus companies, uh, with reviews and ratings worldwide. So I wish I had looked at that when I was looking for my first job. Oh yeah, it's I great. Actually, I checked out the site after I did all the research and I was like, holy crap, this is actually great info. But, yeah. uh, so they, I had an, I watched an interview with, uh, um, the CEO and he was saying he was giving some like general like themes that uh, companies have been following and all their research has like con- conducted. So uh, the breakdown for 2017, uh, the number one company to work for was Bain and Company, and basically they're like a consulting firm. And so they they, they what they do is they uh, they have a lot of basically really really smart people. And uh, they they come together to help businesses that are struggling solve a problem, whatever problem that may be. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so they uh, they probably have a ton of really you know high up grads that are you know these top notch schools and whatnot working together. But um, I mean the the common theme was like there was there was a mission mission driven feeling. There was like the CEO said that a lot of the people were saying there was so much collaborative, uh, environment around them that they, it was easy to fall into and love what you did. Super uplifting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, like awesome. sense it, of incredible camaraderie and everything. Exactly. And I think that was something that was very interesting to, to when I, I saw, they said also, the CEO said that that was the only company that had been number one three times. Dang. Which is pretty crazy, that's actually. Like, that's huge. Yeah. Because it like goes for the whole year, right? Yeah. I mean, and that's that's beating out companies like Apple, Facebook, Google. Like, I mean, yeah. that's that's big time. And yeah. so the number two company um, was Facebook. And that's kind of <laughs> no shocker. I mean, I feel like it's, it's one of those typical, you know, powerhouses. But I mean, they, they did say... In, in relation to having a good like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> the noise just came God. out of your mouth right now, dude. dude I'm trying that to just say, <laughs> that's turtle. Right, blooper reel. <laughs> that was awesome. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> Facebook number two company. Uh, they they talked about how they had one goal and like they had, a, they obviously have a leader that's very, 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 Oh my gosh. So what happens when you record a podcast at 10 PM? Yeah. <laughs> they got this. You get antsy homie. Um, anyways, the, so, the, Zuck- the Zuck, yeah. Zuckerberg is a great leader and they basically said, we work on some of the world's biggest problems. And that was why they, have actual drive to do what they do and they probably work a ton and work really really hard but they, they know some, they got some 
incredible employees and oh. like really awesome values as a company. Yeah, I mean they but like they're Mark's kind of become a meme as of late. <laughs> like yeah. he's become like this freaking he oh that's all he's known for right now is being a meme mostly because of his like VR safari oh, the VR meme dude. The VR meme, yep. But like all of that aside, like the company is set in place like these crazy awesome like goals, uh, goals really and like basically done have done everything to make sure that their employees are successful in completing those yeah making sure that those are like they're successful you know so the the common themes when the ceo broke it down with all their like top five lists they were saying employees feel valued cultures align with the mission uh there's competitive pay and benefits which kind of comes with any job but and he said career there's career advancement opportunity and then there was transparent transparent senior leadership so mm. that's a that are, last one's pretty awesome yeah, yeah those are all awesome uh i think the competitive pay and benefits are super debatable like mm. with a lot of companies like it it's not as common as people think like people who work in specialty coffee like we work at cup of joy and you know people work at blue bottle people work at i know people who work at apple like yeah you get really nice pay and sometimes you get like really nice benefits as well but like that that is it worth it and that was the first time that i've ever gotten you know at blue bottle full full full-time pay and benefits and like 401k you know savings and everything before that it was like yeah no you're on your own like we're not even mm-hmm. going to pay you the right amount, you know? So it's like for people out there who are like listening and you're working a dead end job that, you know, it doesn't really seem dead end right now, but if you look at the signs and like, they're not paying you what you should be, you're not happy, you're not getting benefits, but you're working the hours to get benefits. Like take a look at that because it's not always industry standard, like Facebook and Bain and company, obviously you're going to have, you know, competitive pay and benefits because it's a top-notch job yeah but like a lot of corporate companies don't have that sadly mm-hmm. and i think uh i, I think too so we're, we're gonna we'll go into the two big hitters and especially coffee industry uh blue bottle and stump town uh so josh actually i'm kind of curious like when you started learning about especially coffee like what you know, when, what did you start? Did you start recognizing names just based off of like stuff that you heard us saying or some of, you know, the other coworkers talking about, or like, how, how did you start to kind of know what was like good and what wasn't? Who told you to go to Verve? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somebody to go to Verve. Um, I think the first time anybody actually told me to actually go to Verve was Zach when I was telling him I was going to Portland, but everybody oh, else was kind of just like, do your own thing. Like, Wait, Zach town, said they get a verve in Portland. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. think there's a verve in Portland. That's just what he said. Well, I I think that's, I probably heard him wrong, but you know. But yeah, well, it's actually funny. I know we talked about that the first episode of Verve, how like influential that was for like all of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. literally the first specialty coffee shop. I yeah, had for to. some reason it was like our first experience. <laughs> but like, I, did you have you been it, to a verve? Uh, no, I still have not. Oh, that's okay. But I mean, like I started out dude. like. I didn't really know anything about specialty coffee when I started working at Cup of Joy. Yeah. I was just like, oh, look, there's like Cup of Joy. I guess that's like different than Starbucks for some reason. Like right. they serve different coffee. I don't like really it's, get it's it. It's you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this like... place like feels like home and Starbucks feels like a corporation, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instagram post here. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, I can take a picture of this beautiful cup of coffee. Christian yeah. moms who yeah. vape. That's <laughs> 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 the hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got him. See, uh, I feel like I, in in a similar way, when I started, like, I remember asking Zach a lot of questions, too, when he would come in because, you know, I, you start just by, I feel like, picking everybody's brain, you know? And then if you're not willing to learn and pick people's brains, like why are you even trying to learn? Yeah, that's that's all specialty coffee. Yeah, I feel like you know, and that's just another clear indicator. If you're not even asking questions, then you probably don't like your job that much. Yeah, which (laughs) I'm not trying to make that sound really dark, but like I think, I think it's true. I mean, that's what I found really interesting was I asked so many questions when I first started because I wanted to know everything about everything like in terms of in the coffee world i was like just give me like anything anything that you can think of that would help me learn faster you know like i'll be a sponge and um i think that's interesting so i mean you guys have both worked for you know a huge company probably I don't. I don't know what they'd be valued if they're valued higher than Stumptown, but I mean, I think they're the biggest in the world. If we're if, if specialty coffee, if specialty coffee as of right now. Yeah, I um, mean, I think the interesting thing was that you told me was how fast they integrated you through a training program. Oh and shit! Then, it was like, hey, can you start tomorrow? Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. And then not only that, they gave you benefits. Yeah. yeah okay. So get this. This is huge. They have you like sign up piece of paper when you get hired saying like hey you need to at least work 26 hours to get full-time benefits and i'm like i was doing like the math like i was literally zach Galifina- galifianakis's gif and doing the math <laughs> equations like 26 hours is not 40 hours how am i going to get full-time and benefits if i only work 26 <laughs> but they but they literally they'll they give you a 401k like full benefits PTO um start you at like you know way like $2 above minimum wage Oh yeah they 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 made it a a point to stay above you know the curve as far as minimum wage goes Yeah that's you crazy. know as soon as the minimum wage went up in San Francisco they upped it so they were Still ahead two, of it again yeah, basically yeah. $2 ahead but yeah. like you only had to work 26 hours to get PTO and a 401k that's insane, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Was you didn't have rad. to work forty hours. It was nuts. Mm, that so, is crazy. That was really cool. Um, I think that was something that really, really like intrigued me because I was like, "How can they even do this?" Like, I like going from something so bad to something so good mm-hmm. was like, it just blew my mind. You know? And I think you know a lot of people would argue. Oh, you know, they have investors. They had a series, you know, A through D round of investment. You know, that's why they can do all that stuff, which I honestly don't think is the case because, yeah, that's responsible for a lot of resources they had to kind of, you know, piggy bank out, you know, XYZ for all their employees and to make sure they feel valued. Because obviously, like we said earlier, pay isn't everything and benefits aren't everything. But I mean, you guys love your environment, right? Yeah. Like you, I didn't love yeah. my environment because of my pay. It was basically like a, the cherry on top. Yeah. Like, yeah. Here's all of this stuff. That's awesome. Oh, plus how, we're pay- paying you up. Yeah. Plus we're giving you all this extra. Right. Yeah. And you, how much were you making tips? Uh, I made oh, uh, over so $200 much. in tips yeah. a week. Oh my God. I could pay my bills based off my tips and then have a paycheck for whatever else. That's for ridiculous. Haircuts. Because haircuts, haircuts, two hundred dollar haircut. Hey, you don't. Yeah. Hey, come on. Hey, <laughs> baby, <laughs> <laughs> baby. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, I don't. I think it's crazy because, like, Blue Bottle and Panera are. I mean, Blue Bottle's technically kind of a corporate company because they're so big, hmm. and so is Panera. They're both worth a ton of money, but for some reason, Panera couldn't afford somehow to right. pay their employees right, which is insane. And I think, and so to kind of flip the script, the Cat and Cloud, when I remember kind of analyzing them as well, they they were, um, they have no investment. And those guys make sure that, you know, that their employees get like paid time off and make mm-hmm. sure that they are getting paid, you know, rightly so i mean they also yeah. they promised their their day oneers like i think they have like three of them or a couple of them uh that are promised an equity in the company after uh, a certain amount of growth which is that's crazy so like i mean it's yeah. things like that that make that makes you feel valuable i feel yeah. like you know and that that's something that you know after seeing how you know we've we're at a company that does a really good job i think at being a presence, especially coffee and yeah. the Central Valley. Um, I mean, they basically started it in the Central Valley. Yeah, I mean, and then now we're seeing a change in structure and, you know, a lot of things happening with, you know, a really, really small company and we're trying to grow. And we, but it, we've also been able to see how hard it is. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we, you know, you guys just talked about everything Blue Bottle does. And I mean, setting up systems like that is no easy feat. It's like not, I'm yeah. sure that's like something that happened from them making mistakes, which Absolutely. is crazy um, just to see how far they've come in honestly a pretty short amount of time. But um, I, I, I don't know. I, what do you guys think in terms of being a barista? Like what's the, like what's the dream of a barista? I guess everyone obviously has like a different, like, but people that are really like, you know, invested in the specialty coffee world. I feel like we all have like some sort of, you know, like common theme in terms of what we want out of the job and not, yeah. you know, and I know for me, like it was, it's opening up like a cafe. Yeah. And I think a lot of people would agree that that's one of the biggest dreams of being a barista. Like you, you yeah, 100%. started with that kind of mindset, right? Yeah. So before I got hired, I had this like whole plan of like, I'm going to open up my own like coffee shop, like bar, kind of a like venue place. And then like, I started working at Cup of Joy and I was like, okay, like now I can learn about how to do that, you Mm -hmm. know? And Mm -hmm. then, uh, and then I met all you guys and it was like, that dream could be a reality, you know? It was Mm -hmm. like, everybody has this like, oh yeah, I could definitely open up a coffee shop tomorrow because I know all these things now. Right. I think the common like thing between all baristas is, man, now I have all this experience. I'm going to go open up my own. But it's like, when you look at it, it's hard. It's hard. It's 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 it's, yeah. it's hands a lot. Down, it's one of the hardest things, probably. Yeah, I think the hard part comes when you you come to the reality that setting up a company is different than just making coffee. And I think yeah. a lot of people oh, yeah. have that mindset of, oh, I'm a barista and I I rock bar, but uh, I can probably run a company now. That's not the case. It's not the same yeah, because at all. Totally different. I I mean, I just look at how much you know our owner is you know, he's working every day. Like, I mean, there's you, you pay yourself last when you're a business owner and you have to make sure that you are on your A game all the time and you just aren't. That's just a reality and you have to deal with it. And I think all these people, like, I mean, even James Freeman, like the, the big dog at, well, what, who was the big dog at blue bottle? I mean, he, 
um, he had a lot of help. I, th- I think he noticed very early on when he when he started the company, you know. And yeah. oh, absolutely, he was. I think he went about it in a super smart way. He didn't open up a big shop. He opened up a little garage. Mm. It was basically honestly like, a it was garage, literally like metal, storage unit that yeah. he just slid Valley, the right? door open. Yeah, it was yeah. a metal yeah. door. You like had a lock on it, and everything was just like pushed inside. It was basically like <laughs> buying a buying a Daryl's mini storage. That's unit crazy. Wasn't that like down an alley? It was in an alleyway, a Linden Street kiosk. Shout out to that. that I think. Location. I think. One of the I think that locations. might have been my first yeah. like experience with specialty coffee. Like oh, really? my, that's one of the best. Experiences my brother uh, is like a <laughs> traveling musician, so like we went up to San Fran one day, and he's like, "Oh, dude, we gotta check out this coffee shop." And I was like. I'm 14. I don't drink coffee. You know, like <laughs> I'll take a hot shot. Coca Cola. Do they have like water or something? I'll yeah. take a hot chocolate. That was Scott. Oh, hot chocolate. Dude, cascara fizz. Oh, mm. dude, uh, those are so good too. And I just remember we like walked down this back alley and there was just boxes with like the blue bottle logo like in the flooding the alley and there was just like a line of people and I was like, what? I just is think this? it's crazy. Yeah, they still operate out of that thing and it's like they yeah, just dude. slang all day in this freaking garage. That it's are, only it's big like enough two for two people. people. Yeah. Like gangsters. Yeah. Gangsters. Love it. gangsters. Yeah. Straight G. That's awesome. I know we didn't get too much into Stumptown. Um I feel like yeah, uh the important the important thing I think to take away is that holy crap blue bottle and Stumptown and these companies that are growing really really rapidly are doing a good job at staying themselves but also setting in place these policies and procedures to to uh, to get a good foundation well what did we find out about Stumptown? because i'm like i haven't learned that much about that company i think i've only been there a couple times one of the one of the interesting things was the owner has he doesn't have as much to do, or the founder, I should say, uh, doesn't have as much to do with a lot of the business anymore. Like, really? and I don't know how long that started, but my guess is, you know, with them starting a lot of the the hype in Portland, you know, in a hot hot scene like mm-hmm. what Portland. I mean, their coffee culture is way more advanced than like Fresno, so, but yeah, I mean, it's more it's, advanced than I'd say, even more advanced than San Francisco. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, they I mean, they do a lot of yeah, they have a ton of freaking shops there, like, and it's, I mean, but not even just like coffee shops. I mean, if you're a restaurant, like they serve specialty coffee. Like it's, it's kind of crazy. There's a lot more Zocco in like an Italian restaurant just because, which is, which is, yeah, it's freaking cool. And like, you're getting good spro. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that I, the common theme I saw was there is so much, I mean, once they got to, you know, a certain point where they're like, okay, we need to blow this thing up there. There wasn't just one guy running the show. There was, I mean, they had so much help doing that and they had, you know, obviously their round of investments as well, but you know, they blew up the whole, the wholesale. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's where they shine. I think their wholesale program is just insane. Like how many accounts they're handling is just, it boggles my mind how, how they have to balance all of that. Yeah. I think another thing that's like, that I believe strongly in for a company is promoting from within is like huge mm. in making your employees feel valued, you know? Yeah. Like if you, you see, if you feel like I don't have a ceiling here, I can keep going. Yeah. Then, then obviously I would not want to leave. Yeah. Cause there know? were multiple times when I would like work for, you know, Wendy's or whatever, where they'd be like, yeah, we're, we hired a manager, you know, from, you know, we just Taco hired Bell. him on from a different <laughs> company Hell. or like just like, just a guy who didn't work for the company at all. And they were like, yeah, he got hired to be a manager. And it's like, where'd he come from? Like, yeah, yeah I've been the, doing what's the point of that. Yeah. Like, like I've, why I've, am I here? Yeah. I've been working so hard and I've been working my ass off this whole time. And 
now he just gets hired out of nowhere and yeah. just gets like this huge, you know, he gets a bunch of pay, bunch of hours. And like, I'm still stuck working my dead end job, you know? Yeah. So I think like promoting from within, that's what blue bottle did. Like I have, uh, there's a barista that I used to work with when I got first, or when I first got hired and she got promoted to a lead barista, which is kind of like a shift lead. And now she's the manager of the Berkeley store that I used to work at. Yeah. And, and I was, just, I just saw some on Instagram where two of the people I was working with that had actually left the store and then came back. Like one of them, I think transferred locations. The other one just like left blue bottle and then came back. Yeah. Both of them got promoted to, you know, shift leads, lead baristas. That's crazy. That's it's, awesome. Yeah. It's just like it makes you feel valued. Yeah, I think that what 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 I was gonna say. That's one of the main things I think companies like when they're starting should just have a goal of is just valuing your employees. That's basically what we're trying to say. Like, if you're a company, value your employees. Like your employees are working their butts off for you. They're coming in, you know, doing this, that, and the other, and you know they're trying to make a living and learn a profession at the same time. So that, yeah, value your employees. <laughs> love them. Yeah. Love them, dude. Love on them, dude. Let love them. Love on them. You know? Just and, marry them if you have to. Yeah. Oh, yep. <laughs> I'll <laughs> marry you, Josh. Yeah. Josh, I'll marry you tomorrow, me. dude. This yeah. is my official Screw proposal. corporate policy, I haven't bought a ring yet, but I'm actually going to marry you. Yeah, but I think like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> what was that? I don't, they had I don't a moment know, for all you and, and the, on the interwebs. But I think like a lot of companies think that employees just want pay. That's all they want. Like, just give us more money. It's like, no, nah, like a lot of employees value you just the want company. to be cared about. Yeah. yeah. And they, they, they want to have a, a place to like. Uh, something to look forward to in the company. Yeah, and just like a job that they can enjoy and like pay and all of those benefits are the icing on the cake to that. Mm-hmm. So like value and trust and transparency, all of those things come first. But yeah. Um, yeah, thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast, guys. Um, if you liked it, subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. We also have our business email linked in the bio. And we'll see you in the next couple weeks for the next episode. See ya.